So in the honor of today's episode, Mike, I uh-huh. I would like to start this uh, this one off by sharing with you a tale. A tale? Yes. Do you like it? Fuck you. Do you like my tale? <laughs> it's a uh, for for those of you that cannot see, which, which is, is all every... of you. <laughs> Alex showed me a picture of a cat's tail. I gotta stop doing visual bits. Yeah, this is the, that was a great pun. <laughs> this is a podcast, but none of these are gonna are gonna be viewable. Well, I do it mainly for your reaction. Really? Yeah, it's just fun to make you suffer. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I thought I was the pun master. Anyway, hello, welcome to the weekly undertaking. I'm hi. your host, Mike. This is my this is your co-host, Alex. Yes, hi. And uh, well, good way to start. Yes, thank you. This is episode fifteen really? of the weekly undertaking, and uh. This is gonna be a fun one. Yeah, we have we have stories to tell. We do. We each have each other and you. Each what? What? Well, oh, tell, to tell, tell to each, each other. other. Ah, and, and you yes. gesturing to the to the computer to the computer, which is where where our audience lives. Yes. Hi guys. Hello. Uh. So. Yes. You wanna you wanna start? What did you <laughs> What did you do to uh, prepare for this week? So I did basically nothing. Nothing. Well, I, I went about my, my normal everyday life, mm-hmm. and every every so often whenever I had a lull in my day, I tried to think of interesting things to bring up uh, this weekend. It was a very strange weekly undertaking in the sense that there was no nothing physically demanding about this week at all. There was no daily task. No, it was mainly just like, how are you going to like, structure your time and that you come to this episode not completely unprepared? Right. Mm-hmm. I am proud of you because I see a giant list and it seems like you're prepared. I, I hope I am. We'll see. Uh, yes. Because as we mentioned last week, we've spent an awful lot of time together over the they, years. I, like, you're like, it's like my family... And then you. I've known only my family longer than I've known you. <laughs> and that's only probably by a couple days, Yeah, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, so I'm not really sure what stories I have or have not told you. No, Sam, yeah. Because, I mean, there were a few years, and by that I mean from middle through most of high school, through all of high school, In and college. A, at least half of college, mm-hmm. which we really did not talk on a regular basis. No. I mean, we'd... We were we were angsty teenagers, so we would come out, sit in a dark room, play video lives. games for a few hours, and then depart. And that then, was friendship. That was that was the greatest friendship. And now it still is friendship, but with the sun instead of clouds. Sun, yes, absolutely, and a microphone instead of a dark TV. Yes. Well. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm not really. So I tried to gather stories from that period of my life mm-hmm. more than anything else. So. Uh, yeah, well, did you do the same, or did you go yeah. back to stories from middle and elementary school? All right, so I have, I have, uh, I have three tales from three stories, not uh-huh. actual tales. Uh huh. Three stories from my <laughs> uh, high school and college life. Okay. That I think I've told to everyone, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I've told to you. Just because okay. you're like a different level of friend, <laughs> where it's like I kind of already I feel like you already know everything, so I was like, why even bother sharing? I agree. When I come out to hang out with you and I have something that happened during the week, I'm like, eh, you know, he probably just understands. Yeah, he, yeah, he gets it. He gets it. <laughs> so, but but there are a few that I have from early childhood that you may not know. Okay, but I do have one story that you definitely know. Because we did it together. I just don't know if you remember. Oh, God. I, I, I might not because I forget things with much frequency. Yes. Well, it was a little thing that we made called, and it was very short-lived, uh, The Alex and Mike Show. Or was it The Mike and Alex Show? What? One of the two. I do not remember this. Do you this. remember this? We've made a lot of really weird YouTube shit over the years. No, this, but I don't remember this, this was one. the very, very first uh, time we said, like, let's do like a show together. Let's do a video together. We must have been, like, five years old. No, we were probably, like, ten. Still. So, you want to know how far we got? How far did we get? I made the sign. That is all. You're kidding. <laughs> no, I We didn't make any videos or any anything like that? We did no content creation. <laughs> but. Okay. We did have a website. Uh-huh. And I made a sign for the background. I remember the website. <laughs> yeah, right? Because I remember this because my dad is very paranoid about my, my safety on the internet. Uh, which So, when I first announced... Hey, Dad, me and Alex are making a website, and we're uh, gonna put, um, you know, faces and stories on online. He was like, no, that's a violation of personal privacy. A couple years later, Facebook was invented, so <laughs> egg on you, Dad, but, um... 
I, I don't know why I said egg. Egg. But <laughs> egg on you. Egg on you. I don't know. That's that's a matter of embarrassment. But I remember no, I, because my dad was freaking out. Like, Michael, you can't put your anything on the internet. And, I mean, given the fact that we were 10 years old, he probably no, was yeah. right. But still. Honestly, it might even been have been a little older. Because I remember... Uh, well, I remember, like, I, I compared it a lot to iCarly, because that was, like, one of my favorite shows back I, in the day. I think the majority, or at least, not the majority, but a lot of people our age started YouTube channels expressly because of iCarly. Yeah, it was, it was so, it's such a good show. It, it was. showed everyone, oh, you can do this on the internet? You can become famous? <laughs> on the internet? What? You can make friends with the weird kid that takes off his shirt every three minutes on the internet? Gibby. Gibby. But, Best y- Gibby. Of course, I think we've grown to a point where... Now we do it for just just the, all the right reasons. Which are? To hang out. Oh, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Cre- create something, I, su- I suppose. Yeah, to yeah. make something, be artists, and to just spend time together. Because honestly, mm-hmm. just because how life works, I probably would only see you like once every couple months if we weren't doing this. Like we did in college. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, this is a good way to, to stay in touch. To and mandate, mandate hangouts. That's, that's where You're I... You're not getting away from me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where... Uh, it all started the 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 Mike and Alex show. So, do you have any story that goes along with this? The only thing I remember is that the orange the the orange the website was orange as hell. Why was it orange? It was so much orange. What, were we this j- was way before I was a graphic designer. It was just <laughs> different shades of orange and circles. Everyone has that embarrassing time from when they were from when they were younger. For you, it was that time you made an orange. No, website. that was like one of the highlights of my. <laughs> That was like one of the least embarrassing things I've done as a child. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but I thought I'd, I'd start with that because that was such a nice little... That wasn't even one of my stories. I just remembered it this week. And I was that, like, yeah, tell them. That, that brings me back. That yeah. brings me back a ways. Yeah. It's like, let's do it. And then we promptly forgot about it. Of course, because we were 10 years old. I mean, attention span of a fruit fly. Ooh. So, um, yeah, it just didn't pan out. Yeah. All right. That well... Was, I'm already tired of talking, so share with me one of your tales. Uh, okay. Um, alright, have I told you about my experience at Mountain Creek Water Park? Ooh. Uh, give me a, give me a time, like a time estimation. um, this must have been my sophomore year of high school, I would say. Probably not. If you did, I definitely don't remember. Okay. Um, have you ever heard of Mountain Creek Water Park? Uh, no. <laughs> good, good. Most people have not. Um, Mountain Creek Water Park, my aunt, so going back, my aunt uh, reached out to me and said, Hey, Michael, you, your sister, and your cousin, and whose names I will not mention, um, we, we should all go out to uh, this water park. I found this really good deal online. We'll take a weekend. We'll go out to the water park, and we'll have a good time. For a whole weekend? For a whole weekend. Because the, uh, because the... To coupon or whatever it was, not only did it have a t- coupon for the water park, it had a coupon for the hotel that was attached to the water oh, park. Oh, that's how you know it's a good deal. It is. It was a great deal. Uh, and the reason it was a great deal is because I later found out that Mountain Creek Water Park had been shut down five years earlier because of safety violations. What? And, and this had just reopened for the first time ever. Oh, so they're trying to get people in there. Yes, but I will say didn't look like they did much. <laughs> Mountain Creek Water Park is somewhere wow. in New Jersey. I remember that much for a fact. Okay. But um they the ride and they, it's also a ski resort. That's what it's primarily known for, but it turns into a water park during the oh, summer. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's smart actually. Yeah, it, it it's a great concept if it was thought through. Great concept in theory. In theory. Poor execution apparently. I mean, it was just like it so many of the rides were just dangerous. One of the rides quote unquote rides <laughs> was just like they had it was so it was on a mountain as the name mountain creek and the ski resort fact both mm-hmm. uh you know go to it with uh, indicate that's the word i was looking for um but one of the rides like there was a pool of like 25 or 30 feet deep uh, underneath a cliffside like, oh. it was just a huge cliff. Oh, and you jump off it? Yeah, they How just... How is that a ride? They just, like, essentially what the what the concept was, was, like, I would have loved to be in the business meeting, because the business meeting was probably, like, hey, we need another cheap attraction. Hey, you know that cliff right by the water pa- par- park? Yeah? What if we just took the fence off? Because there was just, like, <laughs> it was just, like, a break in the fence. It wasn't just anything else. Fence <laughs> just, took, just took the fence away. Uh, it was just, like, fence, 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 ride, fence, fence, fence. Like, there was a 20, like... 
10 to 20 feet gap in the fence. That was it. And then you just, they had a lifeguard there, but the lifeguard did not give a single solitary crap about their job. It was like, go. Yeah. Go. <laughs> well, what they did was they, they were like, all right, the safest way to do this, I guess, was to cross your arms across your chest and your and your ankles um, when you jumped. And so every time someone would come up, she would say, all right, cross your arms and your legs, go ahead. And the person would promptly jump off whatever whatever way they freaking wanted to. They didn't care. And every time she just rolled her eyes and just said, next. Just, just like not giving a single care about the fact that that person just is probably plummeting to their death. But regarding anyone died... Uh, well, maybe, actually, because they shut down, right? They shut down, so I wouldn't be surprised if that was the violation. But my favorite ride that, that I... That wasn't even the best? No, that wasn't. My favorite part of it was that they had a Tarzan swing. You know what a Tarzan oh, swing yeah. is? Oh, yeah. Like, you you swing. You swing, yeah. You hold... It was actually, like... Um... And then you let go above the water, I would imagine. Yes, of course. The idea is that there was, like, a bar, like a pull-up bar on, on a rope. You would grab onto it, and you would jump off this, this deck... And you would go over the water, and you would let go, and you would fall in the water, and it would be great. And I watched all these people do it, and they were having fun, and they were going off and doing flips and, and stuff off the off the bar, and excuse me, diving into the uh, into the water, and it looked really cool. But one thing that I saw was like, what the heck is going on? None of these people are doing a Tarzan scream. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is the Tarzan swing. You got to have fun with it. So I get on and I grab onto the onto the onto the bar and I jump off and I yell at the top of my lungs, you know, oh, like actually I did I did the bit from Baltimore is Tarzan boy. Um just sing it. You remember from last week the song. The oh yeah. The terrible 80s song Tarzan no, boy. Oh, I love Baltimore. that song. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot the name of the song. I just like the beat. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. That's the only good part oh, about the song. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, exactly. That what you did? <laughs> More or less. Just like super unenthused, <laughs> just like sliding down. Yeah, exactly. So I yelled at the top of my lungs, and I realized when I got to the apex of the swing that you need some kind of upper body strength to carry you for the rest of this. Yeah, you gotta swing. Yes. That's why they call it that. Right. But I was not prepared for that. So essentially, I was I was yelling at the top of my lungs, and I got to that vertex, and the weight just ripped my arms away. Like I just, just like fell off the swing and promptly belly flopped onto the. Onto the thing. <laughs> so, I I see that I saw that so perfectly in yeah, my head. Yeah, just like and so for everybody else on the deck, they were just chilling out, minding their own business, <laughs> and then this kid screams at the top of their lungs. They all turn just to see me. Like face plant onto the onto the water. Oh, 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 oh. oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, dude, what kind of park is this? Those are two rides that idiots do at lakes. Yeah, exactly. It's like a water park ride. There rides. were so many rides that were literally just the attraction to it is you jump off a cliff. Those were two. There were at least three other rides that wow. that was the entire thing. Yeah, it, they probably made a lot of money in YouTube fail videos. I Maybe that was their business model. Because otherwise, I don't understand why anyone would go to this park. Well, actually, because of the coupon. Because of the coupon. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's why you went. That's why I went. Oh, also, did you man, did you uh, jump off the cliff? Oh, of course. I forgot to ask you. Yeah, of course How I did. How was it? It was, it was a lot of fun, you know? Uh, I always I, wanted to do that. It was fun, yeah. I jumped off and was having a great time, and then I was still falling, and I freaked out and landed, and, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it was the... It's the, like you scream, and then you realize you're still falling, so you kind of feel like you have to keep screaming. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was the that was the scariest part. The free fall time was a little bit longer than I anticipated. Uh, would you ever go skydiving? Oh, of course. Uh, in a heartbeat. So? Yeah. So then the free fall time was too much for you? Well, I was not expecting the free fall time with that one. Okay. Also, I did not have a parachute. That, okay. Or yeah. an expert jumper attached to my back. <laughs> good points. Yeah, they... These, these are good points yes, that, of that you're making. Mm -hmm. I think I went off the cliff twice, actually. Mm. And I went off the Tarzan swing again to... Uh, redeem yourself? To redeem myself. It didn't work. I didn't scream that time, but I still belly flopped, so that was not... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so overall... Mm -hmm. Your family liked the trip? Oh, I don't, we never went back. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I think that it would be a great park for, like, college-age kids. Because oh, you can just totally. screw around. And it, it, it's great, but... That would be fun. Yeah. But, um, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest those with youngsters go to this. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
All right, if it's still open, even. Yeah. Who knows, right? They might have gotten shut down again. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, well, all great right. story, Mike. Thank you. Good, good, good start. Thank you. You tell okay. me. You tell me your first story. Let me. I don't even remember. Let's see. Did you write it down? Yeah. You. Did no, you... I didn't write down the story. I wrote down the titles. Oh, okay. Um, I'm on a five paragraph essay. Oh, did I ever tell you about the time that I sliced my finger? I think you did. Tell it again. Oh, okay. Well, I'll tell it again. Yes. <laughs> These are like. Like, the, the few things that happened to me that were really, like, not good. So, of course, I told you. Uh-huh. But it's like, uh, I don't know. I learned an important lesson from it, which mm. is, like, exacto knives are dangerous. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I still have my little scar. Yeah, you see that little, like, circle? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, that's... Wait, when did this happen? Uh, my senior year of high school. Okay. I was working on the project that would later get me accepted into my dream college, mm-hmm. which is the one I went to. Oh, cool. Um, which was a giant... You know the branch downstairs with the words Google on it made out of uh, origami birds? I do. Yes, yes, that's a great... That's what I was working on. Okay. And I did not have origami paper to make all the little birds. There's specifically origami paper? Yes. I did not know this. I thought that they, that, that was the uh, art of the paper folding. Well, yeah, but people... But, like, they make papers that are made for origami folding. For like folding? Nice pattern. Yeah, huh. for folding. Huh. I did yeah. not know this. Dude, they sell them. Oh, cool. They're great. Interesting. But I didn't have any. All right. So... What I did is I printed a, probably around a hundred sheets of paper of different colors, like the blue, the green, the red, and the yellow, mm-hmm. to make the different colors in the Google logo. This was before the Google logo changed. All the colors didn't change, so I don't know why, I, why I'm bringing this up. But <laughs> The uh, font is different for all of you that care. Yeah, I hated it at first, but mm. you know what? It's not bad. I, it's kind of growing on me. They do good stuff. Um, but anyway, so you're doing the you're, you're making a Google. Sign. Yeah, I probably got around. I probably had around like seventy five birds made at made at this point, but mm-hmm. I hadn't really been attaching them yet. So that I was just cutting out the paper in in uh, my off period, which was like near the end of the day. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And there was like another group of kids in the art room, and it was just me alone, and then another group, and then my art professor, who was just sitting in the corner, and like they were talking, and, and everyone was like laughing so i was about to cut i looked up and then i then dragged without looking oh no and i i just like you yeah yeah of course i sliced my finger and like i lifted up it's like a kind of moment Mm -hmm. i didn't know what to do so i kind of just put my blade down I grabbed my finger and I just walked out of the room real peacefully (laughs) i was like if if i make a scene people will remember this I have to just leave calmly. <laughs> just with blood splurting everywhere. Just yeah. like, no, this didn't, nothing happened. Because I also didn't really even have time to process it. Because, like, I saw it, like, the little piece that I cut off. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I Of j- your finger? Yeah, I just missed my nail. It wasn't completely off. Ugh. Like, it was dangling. Ugh. This is really gross. I'm that sorry. It really is. So I put it back on and I held it tight. Then I just walked to the nurse's office, which was luckily really close to the <laughs> art room. Mm-hmm. So I just walked in and I knocked on the door and it was like, Hi. Uh, excuse me, uh, I accidentally just sliced my finger open. Can I have a bandage? <laughs> and then the nurse came over and was like, oh, shit. And she, she was like, uh, yeah, basically, she was like, I'm going to have to, like, you're going to have to leave school and get this stitched up. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, sad. <laughs> Very cause, calm about Because yeah. I had band at the end of the, of the day, and I was excited for it, but I missed it. Basically, that's your. You went to the ER, and your only regret is that you missed band class. Well, it gets. Well, there's more. Okay, continue. But I was. Uh, well, I was. I I was at the point where it was like, nothing. Like I've never gotten an injury this bad, which I know. Like I'm a very lucky boy. Mm-hmm. I've never broken a bone still, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I don't want to. Mm-hmm. But this is like one of the worst injuries that I've had in my life. So right. like I got to the point where it's like. Not fear, but, like, the gray after fear, mm-hmm. where it's just like, I don't even know what to feel. I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> uh-huh. So, basically, the nurse wrapped up my bandage, or my finger, um, in, like, so many gauze, and then she wrapped it, like, around my thumb, too, and, like, around my whole hand, so, uh-huh. like, to keep it in place. But it looked, like, so much worse than it did. Uh-huh. So then... I mean, I would think that you're, you're like, half your hand is dangling off yeah. at that point. So then I was like... I have an idea. So I took a picture of it, and I sent it to the my at-the-time girlfriend saying, had a little accident, 
won't be there after school today to say hi. Sorry, heart. <laughs> and then just kind of put my phone... I was a dick boyfriend. Yeah, you're terrible. I would be... Uh, God. Well, like, part of me didn't realize how shitty it was. Like, how shitty it looked at that point. Uh-huh. And also, I was just, like, I was not very a self-aware boyfriend at the time. <laughs> I've gotten a lot better. Okay. Uh, Noted to all the ladies listening. Yeah, single. <laughs> she, she responded, like, oh, my God, what happened? I was like, oh, oh, no, I just... I just sliced my finger a little bit. I'll be fine. But yeah, then, then while uh, it looks like you're mummified, yeah. Yeah. So then the two vice principals came because uh, I guess they felt like they had to. Whoa, that's pretty. Uh, you you got both vice principals out of I, the office. I got the attention, and wow. they came down. And they're like, "Hey, Alex, we heard you uh, hurt yourself. We hope you're feeling better." Luckily, my right hand was not the one I cut, so I was able to shake both their hands. Good. That's my mom good. came. Uh, one of the vice principals got my bag from the other room. Uh, in the art room, mm-hmm. gave it to me, and I went with my mom to the ER. She was actually very calm, too. Good. Uh, good on you, Mom. I was expecting you to be, like, very, very, like, kind of, like, nervous, but mm-hmm. you, you held together very well, and that helped me a lot, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, basically, I went into the the urgent care place that we have in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got numbed and stitched up, and... It was honestly, it was fine. That part was all fine. It's when uh, the the numbness wore off mm-hmm. that you did. I did. I really notice it because that day was also the day where we started like this huge uh, oh the truck horn. That so started this huge uh, like uh, competition we have in our school every year, mm-hmm. um, where basically I was like one of the bigger people in the art department, right? And we were doing it at my house, so basically I had to go home from getting like. My, my like finger fixed mm-hmm. to uh, basically carry a bunch of art supplies into my basement. Oh man! And I it, it came out just having this like huge bandage around my head. It just looked like I had like a mushroom on my finger. <laughs> uh huh. Um. And I also didn't mention they tried sewing like the piece of my finger back on Ew. Uh-huh. To, to basically just like keep it from getting infected. <sighs> I know it's gross, it but really this is, is what happened. I got a cringe. Sorry. I'm. I, but people like the cringe, apparently. I guess so. So, but basically, uh, yeah, my friends came over. We went downstairs. And, like, I, I was instructed to keep it pointing up. Like, mm-hmm. point at the sky all day. So it got really, really cold. Because mm-hmm. there was no blood in it. Mm-hmm. So then, I eventually, I had to shower and I removed the bandage. And that hurt. Not, like, removing the, ta- the bandage? Not taking it off. But the fact that it was so tightly bound. And then it was, like, kind of, like, set free. Uh-huh. Like, that expansion. That hurt. Mm. Um, and then eventually, uh, a few weeks later, I got the stitches taken out and then, uh, my finger, my, like the piece was back on my finger, mm-hmm. but not well enough. Cause a few days later, it kind of just, it fell off Ew. and I was like, Oh, did it start bleeding again? No. Good. It, it, like my finger, it just had like, it's still even like, it's a little, like a like, little lopsided, a little, mm-hmm. but like back then it was like a perfect, like diagonal. Mm. But it was fine. It was just like a chunk was gone. I was like, I okay. Guess, I guess the finger was like, oh, we so don't need this anymore. I left English clash and I threw out my little piece of the finger in the garbage. And like, you're probably thinking like it's a big chunk. It was like a little sliver at that point. Okay. It, it, it really just... was not, it was not half a finger in the garbage. What freaking school just like, yep, I left my finger there. It was unrecognizable as a piece of flesh. Okay, It cool. looked like a piece of paper. Good. Honestly, at that point, because like, it had just like, everything had left it. At that point, you would have just freaked out the janitor. Yes, so that was actually my second grossest story uh, that I have on my list. Oh my god! No, I... You just... Uh, that, that one was actually pretty... Next episode is when... Worse. The next story I have is when I was captured by Jigsaw. Just... Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but that that's my... Uh, story lesson learned yes basically exacto knives are sharp as hell yeah absolutely um but honestly they're like i could i taught uh exacto knife safety in college mm. um right because you'd be you'd be the guy to know yeah well i mean and i mean that honestly because if there's one person that will never use an exacto knife badly again is the guy who got cut it's you exactly yeah <laughs> but like like almost half of all designers like or people who use exacto knives do my mom did it mm-hmm. like really bad when i was a kid mm-hmm. um my uh, my professor that I uh, worked with had this terrible story about how like an old exacto knife broke and a piece went into her eye. Oof! That now that sucks. That made That's me feel bad. a lot better about my injury. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. But basically, the the few rules of exacto blades are like always make sure it's super like new and really sharp, so mm-hmm. that if you do cut yourself, it's mm-hmm. a very clean cut. Right. It's easy to deal with. Um, and also, 
take your time, don't press too hard, have a good angle, good stance. Now I'm just teaching exacto knife safety. So why don't you just okay, talk, tell a, your next? This is a great exacto knife. I'm glad. Now, yeah. now if I ever come into contact with an exacto knife in the wild, I'll know how to handle it. It's like, whoa, whoa. <coughs> yeah, don't, don't do that. I'm okay. That'll freak him out. <coughs> I'll freak out the exacto knife. I was knife. starting to do that bit yep. before I swallowed my water. <laughs> <coughs> Poor oh. planning. Just tell your story. Okay, fine. <coughs> I'm uh, embarrassed. All right, which one should I tell next? <coughs> um. Even if you did tell them to me, I have a terrible memory. All right, so. Fair enough. I'm trying to decide. I have uh, two stories from when I went abroad, but both of them are travel stories, and I don't want to be that dick that was just like, hey, when I was in Berlin, eh, when I was in London, eh, when I was in there. Um, so well, I'll, I'll allow you one if you really want to tell it. I do want to tell it. Then I'll allow one. Um, all right. Or you can combine two into the length of one. All right. Uh, all right. So I'll tell this one. This is from when I was in Catania, which is a city in Sicily. Um, oh, I thought you meant a woman when I was in Catania. I was like, wow, Mike, risque. Is that, <laughs> first of all, is Catania even, even a name? For it's a, a really cool name. It's, I, I guess if so. it was. I guess so. I, I was probably thinking of the, the name Katrina. Katrina, but yes. Catania is a cool name too. Yeah, if it, it is. If I, if I met someone named Catania, I'd be like, all right. Yeah, it's a, it flows off the tongue. Cool. It's a nice yeah. one. You know what? I'll, I'll keep that in mind for when, you know, eventually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway, tell, um, tell your tale. So... Essentially, me and my friend Nick went to Catania for a weekend so that we could hike up a volcano. Um, what we didn't realize when we got there was that, um, well, there was a huge festival going on that I did Ooh. for some saint that I had never heard of in this and have never thought about since. Uh, be- just like there were people parading and, you know, floats over their shoulders and everything like that. Just keep just like walking all through the... Um, the streets Mm -hmm. and it was a great time for the first day but next but when we actually had to go to the airport it was a little bit more difficult because we were already running late and we had to run back to our hostel grab our stuff and then and then leave and um nick said that he knew where it was and so i we sprinted out of the hostel and ran to to hostel hostel what's that you it's a it's like a cheap hotel Oh. It, you, yeah, you, like, share a room with a bunch of other travelers and stuff like that. Have you never... Never stayed? even heard of a hostel. Really? I thought the lowest grade of hotel was motel. No. <laughs> no. Mot- motel, yeah. No. It, there's, it's a step below motel, because in a motel, at least you have your own room. This this one, you're you're literally... Just hanging out with others. It, you literally Ugh. have a bunk, share a bunk bed with someone you've never Dude, met before. Dude, I, 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 I hate rooming with people I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's only for a couple nights, kidding. so it's not that bad. But yeah, for all roommates out there, yes. Alex does not hate you. I, I've enjoyed ninety percent of the people that I've roomed with. That's a that's a pretty good success rate, I will say. Yeah. Um, but regardless, uh, the amount of things that you've never heard of always shocks me. You've never heard of you've never. Last week I found out you never listened to Meatloaf. The week before I found out that you've never eaten tortellini. Now I found out you've never heard no, of a actually hostel. thinking about it. I have eaten tortellini. I just didn't remember. So if anything you want to make fun of, make fun of my shitty memory. I will make fun of you for that. But actually even like, I have a really good memory with weird things. Like what? Like the Alex and Mike show. That's very true. Shit like that. The, the thing that we only made a sign for and never actually pursued. <laughs> and a website. When we were 10 years old. So I, I don't know. I'm I'm weird. Yeah. But I don't very... know. Keep, keep talking about your hostility. That, well, that wasn't the story. It was literally just the, oh, the entire left. purpose of the hostel was that we left the story. Okay. Okay. Um, so we left the hostel. And we go to the go to the place where um, the the uh, buses and we're waiting there for a very long time. And Nick says that he can re- speak Italian, which I don't think he can. I really, I'm gonna be honest. I mean, he can speak more than I can, and he oh. spent the entire time in Italy, so he, I, I trusted him. But um, I don't think that he could. He was able to read the signs as well as he could because we were waiting there for an hour and no bus had come. So we were all like, we were very nervous, and um, we were curious as to what the hell happened. Uh, turns we called the taxi and it turns out that every road in Catania had been shut down for this oh, damn festival, shit. which we did not prepare for. Um, eventually, we found some people that spoke some English that took us a different route on a different bus and we eventually got to the airport about five minutes after our plane left so we spent the entire night in the catania airport how was that 
how would how do you think it was, Alex? I like at least kind of okay. <laughs> it was. I mean, I'm sitting here. We figured out how to get back, but um, it was not a very fun night. Um, first of all, I don't know if you've ever spent the night in an airport. No, actually. Good. Uh, I hope you never have to. It's bad. It's very bad. In America, you know, I mean, the security in America is a much more strict than anywhere in Europe, I've found. Makes sense. Um, so I don't think that you would be able to do what I did in, say, JFK, for example. Just um, sleep there. Just, just sleep there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, essentially we just propped ourselves up against a wall and just sat there for, like, Let's see, the flight was at 8.30, the next flight that we actually got was at 6 in the morning, so however many hours that is, it's, it was... What, a, 10. Yeah, so for 10 hours we just sat up against a wall, um, everything was shut down, the janitors were giving us weird looks, um, and the only company we had is that flights were still arriving, they weren't taking off, but they were arriving, and the only company we had, which I did appreciate, were two people that I met from Somalia that just came and just sat down and slept next to us. Aww. And now that I'm thinking about it, it's a little sketch because we didn't really know them. They didn't really speak English. Well, they didn't know you. Great. Yeah, exactly. They took a chance. The only thing we knew was that they were from Somalia and they were just sleeping next to us. So that was a little <laughs> concerning. And wow. like at 4 a.m., what happened was um, this Italian guard, uh, security guard, I guess, came over and started kicking us all awake. And we were just like, oh, do we have to move? And he didn't speak English, so he so he just kept walking. And so we were just <laughs> like, so we just like went back to sleep. And he kicked the, he kicked us like four or five more times. And essentially, what we gathered is, don't you, sleep. You can sit in this exact location on the floor and get in everybody's way. But if you sleep, that is what's against the law here. Be conscious. I I guess it was just kind of a a, a dick thing to do, which I did not appreciate. Dude, you were literally homeless for a night. How yeah. neat. I, is it? Well, is it I mean, neat? it's a fun story. I guess so. I guess that was also the night of the Super Bowl, and I, I was very oh, upset cool. that I was not able to watch that. Uh, yeah, that reminds me of the time that I got lost in Venice with uh, two of my friends, but it Did ended you? in success as mm-hmm. we found the bullet train right when we needed to. Oh, good. But Venice is like a big maze, mm-hmm. it so is. it was like really fun. Yeah, in mm-hmm. like a like a okay, if we if we don't solve this maze in the next thirty minutes, we're gonna be left here forever. So yeah. come on. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean. That was pretty dope. Yeah, you found you found it. You made your way out. Yeah, that was fun. Venice. I've I've been to Venice too. That's it. Definitely is. Dude, is I tricky. love Venice. It's great. It's a beautiful city. If I could move to any other country, I'd go to Italy. Heartbeat. You would go to you if you could go to anywhere in the country. You would go to Italy? No, anywhere outside the country. Okay, I thought you said in the country. I was like, I, I, I don't think that American. No, well, that way I could stand anywhere in Italy and be like, mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have a lot of yeah. really bad stories with uh, <laughs> with Nick. Travel stories. So uh, I love Nick. Is everyone my, needs a friend like that? Yeah, Nick is Nick is incredible. He's a great friend. He's a very capable individual. And I don't know, think I would be able to have gotten out of that without him. But man, we had the worst luck. <laughs> I was with him when I got pushed off a bus in Berlin too, but that was uh that's another story. Wow, Sorry. great. C- continue. Okay. Oh wow, this is going long. Dude, that's fine. All right. Well, who gives a shit? Fair enough. Long episode today, everyone, because mm-hmm. we still got three stories to tell. Well, but... you got another story to tell. Yeah, three, yeah. two, one. Oh yes. Okay. Continue. If you still want to do three, if we do two in this like fifty minutes, then like yeah. whatever. Yeah, fine. Uh, tell tell your story. This actually isn't my story, but you reminded me. Did I ever tell you about the time I street performed in Italy? You what? I was a street. I did it. I performed in the streets in Italy. Did you get money? Yeah. Nice. I juggled uh, my clubs that I had bought there mm-hmm. for probably about two hours, and I made probably around twenty euros with mm-hmm. my friend, who I've been teaching to juggle the whole trip. He was okay. We got we got around twenty euros, and we bought ice cream. Well, good. That's a good time. It was fun. We had like an hour for with, or not an hour, like a, like half a day where mm-hmm. like we had nothing to do. So I was like, let's let's go perform in the middle of the street. Yeah. It was fun. Mm-hmm. It was fun. That is. That was. That's not my. That's not my tale. What's your tale? What's What's the next? What's the title of the next story? Uh, just uh, just to be safe, just in case we only uh, get to do two each, or mm-hmm. we decide that in like ten minutes when mm-hmm. it's like forty four minutes. I'm gonna tell the story of how I decided on my profession. Mm. All right. Well, this is getting real deep. Yes. Did I ever tell you about this? No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, this. Uh, for those of you who don't know. I am a graphic designer, recently graduated from college, and am now working as a designer. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. But how did I get on this path in the first place, you must be asking, and I will tell you. All right. Well, so 
first of all, to ask a 16, 17-year-old person to decide what they want to do for the rest of their lives is something I still think is bullshit. It's, it's a stressful choice. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think I got lucky in that I chose the right thing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but honestly, I didn't even know when I chose. So I was like 16, end of my junior year, and starting next year in high school, we had to basically be like, okay, I'm going to do this forever. So you have to choose, and uh, I guess because because you, you have to, to start applying early, early senior yeah. year. I, I I did the cop out choice, was just like, yeah, I'm going to be undeclared for the first couple of years. <laughs> no, I didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So in high school, everyone kind of had their thing, you know. Like there was the there was the basketball guy. There, there were there the was... jocks. There were the nerds. Yeah, but like even like into a more specific category of mm-hmm. that. Like there was the golfer, and there was like the guy who. Like stared at you funny <laughs> from the other side of the lunchroom. Ah, uh, Jerry. And I always thought, I never thought I really had a thing, you know? I was never that guy who was, like, the best at anything in a class. Right. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to be. And eventually I was in one class. Uh, can you guess what that class was? It's just by judging how the end of the story goes. Sports history. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, I, I didn't know anything about the Vikings, like, two two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah. sports history, man. Sports history. Good guess. That's it, right? No, it was a graphic design class. Ah, that would have been my third guess. What would have been your second guess? I don't know. Probably math. Okay. <laughs> so what was your... Well, okay, so you got, you, got, you got graphic design. Yeah. Um, so I saw there was a graphic design class late junior year. I was like, all right, I'll take it my senior year. And at this point, I decided I was going to do art. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't know specifically what kind. Mm-hmm. And I went to uh, this graphic design class, and I fucking killed it. Good. Like, I was that asshole who, like, other people were like, why bother? Alex is just going to do it better. Like, you know, that other ki- that kid I used to, like, point at in every other class? <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to play the trumpet that hard because this kid right next to me is going to try his, like, very best and do better than me anyway. Ah, Jerry. Like, I always had that person to point the finger at. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then it was like, it's me. You are. You You are that asshole. And it felt right. It felt good. good. I, I worked really hard in that class, and it was very rewarding. And, like, the, halfway through that year, I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. graphic design, and I am I know I'm doing the right thing. Because mm-hmm. uh, even how I decided art in the first place was when I was 14, I, I not 14, probably even younger, mm-hmm. uh, I love, like, doing art, but I love doing art on the computer, mm-hmm. like MS Paint. Microsoft Word, shit like that was my like apple cider, like <laughs> All right, that, apple cider. Yeah, that's what. Okay. And then one day, my dad, uh, we host a brunch every year, and he was like, "Hey, son, can you make a menu for our restaurant?" And I was like, "Sure." Uh, so I made a restaurant. And I filled it up with little like stupid ass uh, like uh, pick art, picture art, pictures, mm-hmm. what, and like word art, mm-hmm. and like stupid ass jokes, <laughs> like. Uh, like, uh, what was, what was one of them? I mean, all your jokes are stupid, so that, just think of one. I know my jokes didn't improve, but my, my skills had since then, but. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Uh, just like, what do you mean? Like, 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 there was like a picture of like a car with a thumbs up and he's like, hey kids, commit tax fraud. <laughs> it's like, I didn't even know what tax fraud was. <laughs> Lightning McQueen says, <laughs> Gee, like... lie on your taxes. <laughs> so. Yeah, that that was that was fun. I love that. That's they, really funny. They had the classic pig was like, mmm, bacon. Mm-hmm. I wonder what's in it. Mm-hmm. Like stuff like that. Mm, great, like stupid ass shit. Jokes about cannibalism. But Next. every everyone loved it. Like, mm. cause not cause it was good, right? But because I made it, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Good job, Alex." And I was like, "It felt it felt good." All right. So I think eventually, I I now credit that project to what started me on this path of design in the first place. Mm-hmm. So all right. That's really Wait, the it. menu. The menu thing you you're making a menu. Okay, yeah. wow. And uh, everything I've done since then in design has only uh, cemented my belief that this is the perfect thing for me to do. All right, that's great. I think we have time to one do more. one more each, each. really yeah. quick. I think so too. Just a couple minutes. All right. Um, then I'll go with the greatest singular performance I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. But I'm. But you see it every week with me. Because this uh, is the best. I, Alex, I don't know how to break it to you. I don't know how to break it to you, Alex. No. It's not. It's not us. Um, that's that's very oh. upsetting. I'm sorry. 
Okay, so, well, tell me about the best thing that okay. you've ever seen. So I had a very good friend um, that went to a school upstate, and she was a theater major. Um, okay. I'm not going to tell... And every Friday... Upstate well, New York. Upstate New York, yes, way. of course. Not upstate, I don't know. Minnesota. I, is there an upstate in Minnesota? Well, there's a state, so of course there's a state, like, up. I... <laughs> I guess I all right all right I guess like so. all of New York to us is upstate right like everything else in New York is upstate right because we're down yeah we are the, the furthest down point we are the southern shore my friend yes literally Liter- that's literally the yeah absolutely <laughs> Any, <clears throat> anyway um so every like one Friday a month at this college which yep. I won't say because I'm not an arc. Um, every, once a, once a month, they would go and they would break into the main theater. Nice. And all the theater majors would just perform stuff that they otherwise would not get a chance to do. Nice. So, like, you know, uh, people would do heartfelt poems or songs they wrote, uh, or, you know, the, the improv troupe did junk, drunk improv, uh, you know, oh, dumb stuff did like that. they actually drink? Of course. Cool. It's college, you know. I'm people, just making sure. They're I'm all, clarifying. There are people everywhere making very bad choices in oh, college. That always makes me feel nice. And and in life, but yeah. Anyway, um, so I I was there and I was just watching this. Um, and one, the best performance I've ever seen was this one girl finishes up her poem or something and she leaves. The next guy comes on stage, dragging nothing behind him, having nothing with him but a backpack. And a trash can that he was dragging behind. Is this the milk story. Yes, I've you've told me. This, I have told you this. But please continue. Damn it. Okay, so as he comes on stage, the song <laughs> "I Would Do Anything for Love" by Meatloaf starts playing. I already know how this ends. Yeah, <laughs> which, as many of you know, is an is a very long song. It's eight minutes long, and it starts. With a very, with with a drum, like, towards the beginning of the song, there's a drum beat, you know. I would do anything for love, but I won't do... And then, like, it starts picking up a little bit. And this guy comes to the center of the stage, kneels down, opens his backpack, and on that drum beat, pulls out two half gallons of milk. And the entire stadium starts going wild <laughs> they and this guy they know pers- what's happening they know they I, I was lost but they this guy proceeded to chug both <laughs> gallons of milk throughout the entirety of i would do anything for love by meatloaf which i cannot emphasize enough is an eight and a half minute song <laughs> and he almost did it he got. He finished the entirety of the first gallon. Got about halfway through the second one. Dude, most people can't drink a gallon of milk in an hour. Yeah, I know. Well, it was a half gallon, but still. That's okay. He's ch- less he, impressive. He chugged three quarters of a gallon in eight minutes. That's, <laughs> that's, that's still pretty, pretty good. good. That's yeah, pretty good. So we got about halfway through the second one. Stopped. Turned to the trash can and threw up in it. And then he stood up, went over to the microphone, said. Thank you for the opportunity. Grabbed the trash can and just walked off stage. And honestly, <laughs> that man is an American hero. Oh, good on him. Yeah, I wonder absolutely. what he's doing now. Probably still doing the Probably same maybe thing. Maybe he maybe upgraded to protein shakes. Maybe. <laughs> that would be another one. What would be the song? I mean, you still think to Meatloaf's I would do anything about anything for love? Maybe like Flight of the Bumblebee. <laughs> that would be a good one. That would be that would be, that would be even better. I, I like that. I like that. Stairway to Heaven. Stairway something to Heaven. Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Some classic rock musical. It's like <laughs> something really long. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, so that's mine. All right. I'm done. You you physically shuffled it off. I, the... I did. Right. Now let's see what you can do. I got one more. Follow that up. Uh, I'm sure I mentioned this story to you at least once or twice, but this is the time when I got sick during my sophomore pinup. No, I not ringing any did. bells. No, great. You did this pin was, up like in. This is probably one of the worst uh, few days of my life. Mm. Um, oh, is this the grossest story on the list? No. Well, it's not grosser than the finger one. Okay. I just said that to be dramatic. Okay. I will spare some details. Thank you. <laughs> but sophomore year of college, mm-hmm. at the end of that year, my specific uh, program requires you to go to this thing called pinup, where you put up all your work. And display it all in front of the entire graphic design faculty uh-huh. and present it. And then they basically decide whether or not you get to stay in the program. Oh, you did tell me this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that's a sh- fucking ex- stressful thing. I would say so. I, I mean, you got 
professionals telling you whether or not you have a career in yes. the thing that you've spent two years studying. Now, in recent years, they're getting, like, less and less strict. Like, you really have to fuck up for them to say, like, get out. Is I mean, is that a good thing? I, I maybe? I mean, because it's know. like, I mean, it, at least when you were doing it, at least you knew if you passed, you were probably going to be well, able I, to... Yeah, I think it was more along the lines of, like, it, it it's, like, to a point where, like, I... I I don't know, like, you, you get kicked out if you, like, really mess up, or, like, if it's, like, kind of close, they might suggest you repeat a year. Mm, okay. Or, like, I, I think they even do that for the people who really fucked up. But okay. I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not positive. So, a few days before this, uh, I got stupidly sick. Mm-hmm. Like, the sickest I've ever felt in my entire life Oof. happened, like, Wednesday night. My, it was, it, uh, my pinup was on Friday morning. Mm-hmm. So, and I had a class Thursday. So basically, I was doing a final because it's the end of the year, and I woke up Thursday and I, was, I could not move. Mm. What like, like with... I I felt awful standing up. Mm-hmm. Like it was mostly in my core and my stomach. That's all I'll say. Mm. But that's where most of the horror was in. Okay. <laughs> so every like few seconds, my class is at twelve. Mm-hmm. So I had like every like five or ten minutes, I get up, run over to my desk. And like quickly do another little piece of glue on my uh, on the book I was making, and mm. I'd run back to bed because I'd have to sit down because mm. it was it was too fuck it was such an intense experience that I basically I, at twelve thirty I managed to get to the other side of campus and drop off my final and say I no way in hell I can stay here so goodbye <laughs> and I just, <laughs> just left. Ran back. You know what? I'm honestly impressed that you still were able to uh, to to do all that. Dude, I I I can't believe. Like later, my friend who was she was also in that class texted me, and she was just like, "You okay? You look like shit." <laughs> and I was like, "I am not okay." That that's a great friend. Like I I legit like it was that so bad that my mom, bless her soul, mm-hmm. came drove all the way up to my campus and like literally drove me home, mm-hmm. uh, so I could like sit in my bed and like have privacy and eat soup and shit like that great mm-hmm. and then she drove me all the way back up friday morning to do my uh pinup which i was still horribly ill for i don't remember any of it mm-hmm. and which sucks because i think i got some really nice compliments i think i did very well yeah, uh, like or at least my work did well i did not do well <laughs> you were dying yeah. yeah and you know what's funny the the dude next to me mm-hmm. got kicked out what do you mean like he, he like he got uh he wasn't like uh, accepted. Wait, but what do, you, what do you mean standing up? Like, they have all the projects just lined it's, up? It's like a room mm-hmm. for, like, three people. Okay. So it was me and then two other people. Mm-hmm. And then the guy in the middle uh, just uh, did not, was not allowed to keep going. Now, was it like... Was it like on American Idol when it's just like one of you three is not making it to the next week? <laughs> I don't and think it, I don't think it's exclusively like that. And then Ryan Seacrest plays the dramatic music, and then it's just like <laughs> Ryan. You're going home, or or something like that. Is that is that what happened? I think it was more on because his work is fine. Mm-hmm. He just never went to class and oh, okay. always was late with work. So he did his whole like presentation, and then one of the professors was like, "Okay, but like, what the hell? You're never in class, and mm-hmm. you never do your work." And yeah, it just kind of derailed from there. That's what I remember. Again, I was very much out of it. Jerry, I'm not giving you this rose. But basically, Jerry's been through a lot this episode. Sorry, go on. <laughs> So that that's really it. It was a stressful time, and I got horribly sick. And mm-hmm. I mean, I couldn't remember really most of it, so mm-hmm. it's fine. But I just remember that being as like one of the toughest weeks of my life. But dude, I felt so. Like they good. actually embarrassed Jerry in front of you and the, the two of you. I'm still hung up on this. No, I'm sorry. It was the entire graphic design class, and there's an audience of like twenty or so people. Whoever wants to come. Oh my god! It is the voice and Amer- No, it is American Idol. That's I, sure. That's oh but, my god. Do they vote? No, they don't vote. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Okay. <laughs> it's usually a pretty unanimous decision. Okay. Either mm-hmm. one way or the other. Right. Mm-hmm. But after after the... I'm glad that's the one thing that you were like, whoa. Uh, listen, I'm sorry. Jerry does not deserve to be... Justice for Jerry. He does not deserve to be embarrassed in front his of everybody. His name was not Jerry, by the way. Doesn't... But I'm not, sell, I'm not selling you his name, obviously. But Jerry. it wasn't Jerry. Probably Jerry. Um... But yeah, after that, I felt so good mentally. Mm-hmm. I still felt like shit, but I felt incredible up here in my mind. Up here in your mind head? Yes, in my mind head. And good. I came home and I sat in bed for three days and then I felt a lot better. <laughs> that's, uh, honestly, so, honestly, that's great. That's it was one of, the, one of the worst days, but you know what? You made it through. 
Made it through. Powered through. I graduated two years later. Mm-hmm. Good, good on, good on us all. Yeah. Pour one out for Jerry. Um, is that all? Is that all? Is that everybody's stories? We got through three stories. We're we're getting close to fifty. I think we should just uh, prepare for next week. Yeah, I guess and so. And I say that instead of pick for the picking pocket because we're not picking for the picking pocket this week. Because next week is. Halloween, or at least like two days before Halloween. Right, three days, I think. It's right? it's very close to Halloween. <laughs> exactly. So next week we will be doing a Halloween special. What? It's our very first special. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing four a year, but uh, obviously, Wait, do- yeah, oh yeah, we are. Obviously, right. in 2018, we're only doing two because we started in July. Right, of course. So so um, the we are doing a very special undertaking this week in which we essentially will try to scare all your pants off. Because it's Halloween. That's 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 what we're going for. That is what we're going for. Okay, but more more specific terms. <laughs> right. We we're going to do both do research on genuinely terrifying things that have happened throughout uh, history, recorded history. Re- and yes, both all of these stories will be real or as real as the documentation tells it. Whether yeah. it be a serial killer or a uh, a ghost story, hauntings, yeah. hauntings, Zombies. monsters, zambos. Yeah, it exactly. could be as real as like a, a bunch of proof and mm-hmm. like a person did it to as like controversial as like bigfoot or yeah. nessie mm-hmm. it's like things that can't be proven are still allowed right exactly as long as it's fucking creepy and weird so we'll we'll combine all the all the uh info and tell you guys this story so that you can have a very very spooky halloween yes and it's gonna be great we're gonna have actual uh footage next week video footage as well on our youtube channel we'll have mm-hmm. that linked uh but come back here just uh standard to see the uh, to, to, to find that, and yeah. also have just audio only, of course. If, if if you like to listen while driving or walking, it's or gonna be like it's that. gonna be great. We're yeah. gonna be wearing really shitty costumes that we're yeah. gonna make five minutes before we go on, most likely. And we're gonna have candy and uh-huh. orange lights, probably. Orange lights. I gotta go to Walmart or something to find those, or to the Alex and Mike Show dot com to get that. Li- they get that. To get uh, all all things orange. <laughs> all things orange. Perfect mood lighting. Uh, okay. Uh, Let let's let's quit it here. But yeah, that, That's what we're doing, and you should join us. Like, prepare for the Halloween. Special spirit and uh you know learn about some creepy ass stuff yeah absolutely well thank you all so much for listening uh you have been listening to the weekly undertaking um our credit goes out to uh adam rudy who designed who wrote and performed both the theme song and our outro music if you like what you hear please give him a follow on all social medias at tv's adam rudy but wait we also have the medias of socialisms yes we do all that's in the description uh our youtube channel is also in the description because things are going to start going up there actually ain't that a crazy thing it is wow we're actually using we're going to be doing stuff on there too wow yeah we're expanding what a concept so yeah go check that out um and that that's that's it yeah thank you that's fucking it yeah thank you for listening and uh until next week don't forget to challenge yourself and try something new have a great week goodbye